Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 26 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Tembi Safakude, Senior Research Fellow at the Africa-Asia Dialogues. This week, Iran has lifted visa requirements for 33 countries representing the African continent and Asia. Uh, South Arabia is on that list, and the move comes ahead of a pilgrimage to Umrah in the coming days. This signifies a continued thawing of bilateral relations that ha- has been one of the diplomatic surprises in 2023. To help us unpack this further, we speak to Tembi Good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What's your reading into this decision that has been taken by Iran? It's a very important decision, uh, given that Iran and Saudi Arabia were at loggerheads not so long ago. So this is a a very significant move in the geopolitics of the Middle East. But um, sadly, it's going to be bad news for Israel, because Israel has shared Iran as an enemy with Saudi Arabia for a very long time. So now with Iran having had this approachment with, um, with, with Saudi Arabia, it means, therefore, that one, uh, Saudi Arabia, which was expected to normalize relations with Israel, is likely not to continue with that move, further isolating Israel. What informed this decision, though, by Iran, considering, as you also point out, that, that there were foes before with Saudi Arabia? I think Gaza has informed this, region, this decision with Iran. I think there's more reasons now and pressure for all Muslim countries, uh, whether Shia or Sunni, to uh, come together and unite at this very important moment when all of us are witnessing and watching in real time genocide unfolding in Gaza. So I think it, it has, to a large extent, being influenced by, by Gaza. I think the uh, Muslim communities and countries are realizing that the greatest danger to stability in the region is Israel. And if they continue um, having the difficulties in terms of uh, opinions between themselves and Iran, that's likely to empower Israel, which at the moment is isolated and seen as being destructive. So um, China, by the way, has continued to play a very important yeah. role in this regard because it was China that uh, that encouraged and uh, made this uh, happen. That is the rapprochement between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Yeah. So what does this then mean for the Gulf nations um, and also this sort of cooperation, even when it comes to geopolitics? Well, I think firstly, the, the GCC is likely to expand. You know, at the moment, you only have six members of the GCC. Iran and um, Iraq are, are not part of the GCC, so you are likely to have Iran being included in the GCC. Uh, but also importantly, you are likely to have the sanctions easing, particularly those sanctions that have been imposed in Iran by the uh, various uh, Western nations, because this will likely encourage not only tourism between the two countries, you know, going to have Iranians going to Saudi Arabia, but you must remember also that Iran and Iraq, which is also two Shia countries, are the most important religious places for the Shia Muslims. So you're going to have that exchange of relations, I think, moving forward. But importantly also for Saudi Arabia that has been experiencing certain challenges within their own Shia communities, you are likely to have that solved with this relationship uh, being improved. And the yeah. Houthis, of course, who have been attacking and fighting Israel on the sidelines are also likely to take new directions uh, henceforth. Yeah. Could could one of the reasons also be around the oil that is in Iran, um, the economic decisions and what this means for who we sell oil to? This is now Iran and the markets that are available to it. No, I don't think so. I think the markets have always been um, streamlined 
And Saudi Arabia is at the moment really untouched in terms of its domination and monopoly on the distribution of oil. Gas-wise, maybe, uh, mm. because uh, Iran and Qatar, at least, they share certain um, uh, gas uh, deposits within the uh, Arabian uh, Sea or Persian Sea that Iranians would like to call instead of the Arabian Sea. So um, maybe in, in terms of guess, you, you might uh, be correct. But I think uh, when it comes to the oil exploitation, I don't think there's any country in the Middle East and the Gulf yeah. that can, in, can actually compete with Saudi Arabia in any way or form. Mm-hmm. And how will the U.S. interpret this, uh, this move, considering also that they've been arguing that Iran is actually funding Hamas? Well, U.S. is certainly going to be worried because the Israel has got no um, ally anymore uh, in the Middle East. I mean, they've had Saudi Arabia because of the differences of the accusation of Shia expansionism by Iran. They've always uh, sided with Saudi Arabia. Many people were hoping, for example, that Saudi Arabia was going to normalize relations with Israel before the 7th October happened. So United States is really worried now because I think the only few countries that will continue with this rapprochement is probably going to be the UAE, Bahrain, um, and others in, in the region who are pushing for the normalization of relations. But uh, when it comes to Iran, I think it's going to be very difficult now for Israel and the United States to continue speaking to the Saudis, at least, yeah. that Iranians have been playing a destructive role in the region. Thank you so much for your time. That is Tembi Safakure, Senior Research Fellow at the Africa-Asia Dialogues.